tonight's guest is a thoughtful and pro- thought-provoking. And, well, let me go ahead and get that started again. Tonight's guest is an insightful and thought-provoking artist whose music is really going to make you think. And I've had the honor of breaking bread with him. His name is Jerry Fee. His, the name of his proje- uh, project band is Heliograph. And he's currently releasing a brand new album entitled The Line Between. So let's go ahead and take our brains off the shelf. (laughs) I need to do that tonight and get ready to engage in some thought-provoking conversation and a meaningful music listening experience. And there he is. It's Jerry Fee. Jerry, how you doing? I'm really good. I'm really good. How are you? Good. I think I need a little bit more coffee. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I think, and uh, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, you know, keeping it simple over here. Just, just doing, the doing the water. Just keeping yeah. it real. But simple. I did have my caffeine just before we got on. So good. Good. It's that, been, but. it's been a long week and a long day. But I'm really excited yeah. to have you on. And Saturday we were talking just before we got started. It's been four years. Yeah. That's wild. Again, it's it doesn't feel like it in some instances, but yeah, when I think back at yeah, four years ago, it's it's wild, man. So I'm thankful that again, it feels like it feels like no time now as of today. You know, it feels like it's that quick since I saw you last. Yeah. Yeah, it, it really does. And that was in 2020. And we did something that was actually pretty impossible. Yeah. It was God who allowed us to do it, is we did a concert together in Charleston, South Carolina. When you came something going on the summer of 2020. I don't know. Something (laughs) something was. Yeah, some kind of a big deal. Yeah. (laughs) But uh, God allowed us to do it. You know, before we dive into your music tonight, we're talking about provoking thought. The name of your project band is Heliograph. And to me, that's a big college word that I didn't learn in college. <laughs> I didn't either. Um, I didn't either. Yeah, didn't, no. no. Okay, good. So we're in the same no. boat. So hopefully you can explain to us what is a heliograph? Yeah. So a heliograph is a tool that reflects sunlight to communicate a message. Uh, that's how simple it is. It's It's something that's been used for eons and is still used today even like if other you know uh other high tech things break down you can still use that to to work and so um what's wild is i'd never heard of the term obviously the root of it helio i knew it came from the sun um but uh in it was actually in 2018 into 2019 that uh when god had brought me to the national area um very much had laid down all my drive and passion and my plans and my dreams to do anything at that point. And as he started giving me a new vision for something I actually get to share, I think I, I think you're going to ask me about a little bit later on, um, literally gave me a vision for it. Um, he said, this thing isn't about you. So your music isn't about you either. Take your name off of it. And because I'd been a solo artist under my own name for like five, six years at that point. And so I knew that was my father speaking. I'm like, yes, sir. <laughs> Not a yeah. problem. So I'm like, you know, th- then begins the journey. OK, so what? And I always want the name to mean something. I've been in multiple bands and had different band names. and I wanted to have some kind of a meaning. So I, I did what you usually do and just start 
thinking and do, do I want it to be about what I'm about or what I'm passionate about, you know, that type of thing. And I literally was looking up something about light. And then this word helio came up and then I, I stumbled upon this word heliograph and something about it grabbed me, honestly. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. And again, I'm looking at it going, I don't remember ever seeing this term. Like you said, I didn't learn in college either. Mm. And so I looked up the term and found out that's what it meant. So right there, I'm like, wow, that that resonates with me very deeply and genuinely because that's what I'm about, you know? Um, and then I just did the next step to go, okay, well, I found this word. It's not a made up word. So it's probably taken because that's, you know, these days it's very difficult to find something original. And so I started to look on Spotify, on Apple music, on YouTube, looking at different artist names and nobody had that name, which was shocking. really, yeah, nobody. I was like, what? So like it, now if you pull up Spotify and type in heliograph, I'm, it's the only artist name on there. Um, so I just, you know, I, I sought the Lord even after finding it and just like, Lord, is this, was this you leading me here? And it just made sense to me to be like the, the band name doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be identified to me. And it's definitely about what I'm about. I want to reflect his light, obviously to communicate a message to people. And, and yeah. it was, that's how it came about. So yeah. I've been kind of honored to stick with it because it kind of felt like he led me down this path right to it. It's uniquely you. That's really what's special about it is there is no other heliograph out there. Yeah. None. Yeah. You found it and he yeah. hid that. For, I really believe he hid that yeah. for you for what you're yeah. for what you're doing. Yeah. Because yeah, when I, I yep. when I met you, you were just Jerry Fee at the time. That was yeah. four and, years yeah. ago. Yeah. And that was right in that time frame. He had actually told me that before we had met, right? And then because of the way we met, I just stumbled back into using my name because it was just me. And after that summer, he convicted me again and was like, I told you to change your name. Literally like that very firm, like I told you to change your name. And I'm like, you're right. Sorry, but it just like immediately went back like, okay, that's what it is. It's heliograph. Fair enough. <laughs> so, <laughs> I and that again. Yeah, yeah I, I sense, I really sense a different demeanor in you as well, since you've made that change. It's just really, God's done a major, major thing in you and brought you to a whole well, new level. Sure. Yeah. I really believe of, of maturity yeah. and really specifically this word heliograph as it pertains to your ministry through music. Mm -hmm. Can you draw that nexus together for us so we can really get an understanding of how does heliograph represent or a heliograph represent what you're doing yeah. as a musician? Yeah, I mean, so I have known, and this is the the process that God's, you know, it's been a lifetime, right? Um, when he first started pointing me to writing music when I was 18, um, I was not a songwriter before that. I loved music, but I was not a songwriter, didn't consider pursuing it. Um, it started out of an English assignment in my in my senior English class where I had to write a lyrical poem. And I literally remember fighting it. And my teacher was like, look, man, you just got to just do the assignment, please. <laughs> you know what I'm like? I was literally like, it's so dumb. I don't want to like lyrical poetry, man. Come on. And she just challenged me. She was like, write about something that's changed your like that's really impacted and changed you. Just be honest. She's like, I don't care if it's great. Just write it and be honest. And I'm like, fine. So I did the, you know, like the 18 year old teenage boy thing. And I wrote this. I did write this story about. Uh, a time when I was in like third grade that I really believed I saw God move in my life. It was very tangible. And so I just wrote about that and made it rhyme. And she picked that to read it in front of the class. And mm. uh, I was pretty shocked by that because I was like, I don't think it's great. But as she was reading it, she started to cry. And I literally felt like for the first time, God gave me a very clear direction, like tapped me on the shoulder and said, do that. <laughs> 
Okay. And I had this sense of understanding what he meant. That was someone who like wasn't in the church. Yeah. And something that I had experienced that I wrote about that I knew was of God, I shared it in a way that was reachable to her. Right. And so that right there has been the whole reason God asked me to do this. Um, I'm going to get off on a slight tangent, but it has a part to do with my story. So out of that, I started doing that going, I think I'm supposed to be someone who reaches outside of the church walls. I am not coming against anyone who writes for the church because that's very needed. I grew up on that music. I still listen to it all the time. So mm -hmm. it's obviously got a part and a place in the body, and I'm, I'm a big fan of it. But I knew at that time, like, that I'm not supposed to be that guy. I'm supposed to be the guy that goes and shares the Jesus I've known since I was a little kid with people who don't know. And so mm -hmm. I started on that journey, started trying to form bands and, you know, be in things and, and play in bars and clubs and festivals anywhere we could um, just to get out to the world. And along that journey, I, I started doing what, like, I saw other people in the Christian music industry doing. And... I just kind of, because I was struggling a lot, I was like, well, I'll just do what they're doing. I'll just replicate what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And I started without realizing it after years of doing it for probably a decade, I was really trying to find my audience in the church again. And it took the Lord literally stripping all that from me and bringing me back to the reminder of no, 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 no. When I asked you to do it at the very beginning, I asked you to do this for people who don't know me. And so that reminded me. And so like I had to rethink and reframe everything and go, you're right. So how do I, again, start writing about those experiences I've had with you my whole life and share them in a way that's that's reachable to people who don't speak the language of someone who's been walking with Jesus for years. Right. You know, some people put a term on that Christianese or whatever, but. How do I say this so you can understand it as palatable to you and share the amazing things I've seen him do and the way he's changed my life and challenged me and so all that. So that's that's why I do what I do. And that's where I think that going back to heliograph is because right that that reflection of his light um, to communicate a message can go anywhere to anybody. And yes. I get to do that. And it's, yes. it's amazing. It's, it's an honor. So I just I keep rethinking all the time. How do I say this again? Right. How do I, how do I communicate that even better this time? Mm -hmm. So that's, that's my heart. What, what you're doing is so important because there's not a lot of people that are engaged in ministry outside of the church and working yeah. to reach those that are on the outside. Yeah. And it's so easy when you get involved in ministry to fall back into that because, Hey, I've got an audience over here and they'll listen to, and they'll agree with what I'm doing. When you step outside, not everybody's going to agree with what you're doing. Not everybody's going to be your fan, yeah. but there are going to be those that emerge. It's like, aha, I see God moving on you. I see God moving on you yeah. and you're able to draw them in. It's, it's a tougher place um, just yeah. mentally because yeah. of what you're working through and what you're dealing with. Yeah. And I want to encourage you to keep doing that. We just yeah. had the same thing happen over here with us because the whole purpose of what we do is to reach outside of the walls of the church. Mm -hmm. it, that's, that's what yeah. it is. This is very different and it's got its own unique challenges to it. And it's so exciting yeah. to hear somebody else that's realizing that. And maybe there's somebody that's watching or listening and you feel that you've been called to reach outside of the church, go for it. Take that. It takes a step of boldness, doesn't it, Jerry, yeah. to do that, to yeah. step outside yeah. of that? Yeah, I think it's that it's that weird combination, right? Of boldness and humility. 
right? The humility is realizing I mean, it's not about me and it's not because of who I am that I get to anyways, right? But the, the humility of realizing that this is my path. This is what I'm asked to do. Um, but the boldness to do it. And, I, and then I think with that comes the, and this leads to probably what's going to be talked about in some of the songs that I've been writing for this project currently is I want to be really truthful. I'm not going to sugarcoat things. I'm not going to lie to you, but I also am not going to say it in a condemning way. And that's right. something you have to really think through. Like, how do I say this very hard truth without sounding like I'm condemning you? You know, yeah. I'm just, I just want you to know. <laughs> yeah. I just want you to know. So at least you can consider something maybe you didn't know before, or maybe you put on the shelf 30 years ago. You know, that's, that's my heart. So yeah, I think yeah. it's important. And I think it's an important place with you guys and what God's called you to do. Just always be in that wrestling place, right? Of like, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell the truth, but how do I do it without, yeah, condemning someone in their worldview and go, no, I get where you're coming from, but I need you to know this. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. And that take that takes a lot of wisdom and takes a lot of maturity yeah. to do that. Yeah. yeah. And going through really, I, and I think you've been there through the school of hard knocks to get to that place yeah. too, where. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. That's for sure. <laughs> you've got a new album that's currently being released. It's entitled the line between, and you're releasing this in a very unique way. Yeah. Can you share with us how you're releasing this album and why you chose to do it? in such yeah. a different manner absolutely yeah so the line between is going to have 13 songs on it um 10 of those 13 are brand new uh three of them actually came off of two different eps that i released last year that i just felt like it when i started compiling all these songs it's like it's missing a little bit of an ingredient right a little bit of texture and flavor here and so the the lyrical content of those other songs from uh, releases last year and the style just made sense to go, yeah, those, and when I plugged it all together, I'm like, yep, that's a completed picture. That's what I was hoping for, right? So it's oh. kind of cool how that happened because I didn't plan that. Uh, as, as I started writing for this new project in the fall, um, it, I wasn't, I didn't really have a plan, obviously. You know, like when you're throwing up paint on a canvas, you're like, I don't, you know, I'm just gonna start seeing where it's going. And that's kind of what I was doing as I, as I realized, man, there's a, another full album here, which would be my second full album in three years for Heliograph, which is a lot. And then I've done two in between, two EPs in between. So it's a lot of music release. And I was like, I could just drop this as an album. I did that with the first one that was a full length. I just dropped it out there and said, you know, if people listen to it, great. Um, I decided after just kind of contemplation and also just considering how people take in music nowadays, right? Because, you know, if you're going to put music out to people, you have to consider those people, <laughs> you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, that's and, a big, you know? yeah, that's a big thing. Yeah. And so I realized that, you know, if you, if you just drop, if you're especially relatively unknown person, which I'm okay with that, um, if you just drop 13 songs, most people will maybe hear one or two. It's just mm. it's the truth, right? Uh, yeah. Some people will hear them all. Most will hear a couple. So just through realizing that people take in usually a song at a time, I was like, well, I'm going to finish it as a full album release by the end of the year. So in December, all of it's going to be out as a single album format. Until then, I'm releasing a song every six weeks. Um, okay. And that's just to basically keep, uh, allow people to, to maybe have the chance to have heard of it, like a single song and go, you know, give them the chance to maybe, Maybe they didn't catch it the first day I dropped it. And so I'm going to, you know, make some noise over here about it and, and give a lyric video and, you know, maybe share part of the lyrics, you know, on a different day. And 
you know, just give them time, right? Because there's this thing mm -hmm. about uh, people under people knowing something where sometimes it takes like 12 touches for someone to go, oh, you're, oh, the, that's that song or you're that artist that did that song. So I'm fine with that. So yeah, I just, I've never done it this way with any other project before. And I just, it just felt like the right way to do it, honestly, after deciding. So yeah, yeah. so the first single uh, that's actually on the album officially came out the end of January. Um, and the next one's going to be out next Friday. Uh, and, um, uh, every six weeks from there on out through, through the entire year. So, yeah. Nice. Hopefully, hopefully yeah. that's, hopefully that connects well with people, but you know, yeah, I, I like do. it. It's, it's different. It's well, let's get into people's minds for a minute, because I was thinking about some of the things that you address in your music. And to me right now, it seems like a lot of people have just kind of left their brains on the shelf and common sense has completely been thrown out the window. And everybody is just kind of in the zombie phase where they're just like, huh, and they just accept yeah. things that are coming at them. But you as an artist, yeah. what you're doing, the way that you present yourself and the way that you present your music it's very thought provoking because I mean, heliograph, I have to think about that. And then the title of this album, the line between what does that mean? Where, where are we going? So why, yeah. why is it so important for you as an artist to provoke people to think, how does this pertain even to spiritual matters and provoking people to yeah. think? Well, I think, and I, you know, it's funny too, Glenn, cause like that, that's, I struggled for years as an early songwriter to be so honest that it would provoke people. Uh, except for that very first thing I wrote. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was scared yeah. to. I was scared to be so honest that I would provoke people. And so I had people very close to me that would that would challenge me and be like, I hear what you're trying to say, but why don't you just say it? Like, come on, dude. Mm -hmm. Like, stop beating around the bush. Just say it. You yeah. know, and it, it, it again, it just like you said before, it just took all the right the, the the school of hard knocks. It took all the all the right processes for God to get me to the place of going. No, it's art is supposed to provoke something. I don't have to be liked by everyone. I'm not going to be heard by everyone. Um, it, it is better. I really believe art is better served if some people hate it. <laughs> mm -hmm. that, that means you provoke something you there is like a response versus what you don't want is gray right like eh, yeah if that if people are just indifferent to it that's not great and so i just got i got i not got tired of but i knew that i was not fully diving into what i was supposed to be as a songwriter to really again the heliograph thing started changing that right like yeah. really focus on what am i about um, and it took me a long time to get there. And so, yeah, so I, I truly believe that, like, you know, I think there's layers to great art, right? Something might, you might feel it the first time, right? A good melody, great rhythm. You might be like, oh, I'm moving to it. Now I feel connected to it. And the second pass, the second listen should say something to that person, right? Should now, now they're like, okay, so I cut, you caught me the first time. What is it you're trying to say? And that's what I think the sad part is a lot of popular music misses out on, right? Because they're not really, like you said, they're not really saying anything. I've done it myself, no. man. Um, I, I, and that's, like I said, that's the line I've been trying to ride and wrestle with is how do I make bold, strong statements about truth, not my truth, about truth um, that I know that I know that I know and and make people wrestle with it, not make, but allow them to wrestle with it. That's a better way to put it. 
because um, that's what we all are supposed to do. So that's that's my heart. That's what I'm trying to do. And so I'm thankful that it, I mean, I, I appreciate you catching that, <laughs> you know, catching onto that. So that's awesome. It's um, I like to think things through. That's that's yeah. just kind of the Same way here. that I am. Same and here. yeah, yeah I, I'd like to give a shout out real quick to the Ginger Giant who's watching us live tonight. Uh, Ginger Giant, thank you for weighing in tonight and watching. I know you yeah. got some questions and maybe we'll be able to get to those later. I want to stay on topic with yeah. our guest, Jerry Fee, this evening. And, you know, what this this line between. Yeah, yeah I'm still I'm still wrestling with it. <laughs> How would you define the line between? So the line between is is from a phrase in one of the songs. And oh. uh, I originally wasn't going to, I was going to title it something very different. But as a, you know, again, when you step back and look at your piece of art that you've created over months, right? I step back, I'm like, what is this whole thing about? Well, there's this song that's on there where it literally says that the line between, so if you look at your gravestone, there's a time you come in, there's a time mm. you go out. The life you live is the line in between. Okay. That's literally okay. what that's from. And so, wow. and that's, it's funny. I've tried to write that song, Glenn, for years. <laughs> right? I don't know if you ever, like, I've tried to write that same idea and it's never worked. I just yeah. couldn't land it. And it just, it, it worked for this time around, for this thing. And that, I mean, when I really pulled back, right, in that 30,000 foot view, I was like, what is, what am I about? What is this all about? Like, all we have is the, the, today, this dash in between the day that I'm born and the day I'm physically leaving this earth and this body, right? The line yeah. in between is all I can deal with. That's all I have control over. That's it. And so what am I going to do with it? So yeah. that's the whole thing is that what's my response? What's your response going to be? And again, I want to provoke people to that thought. What is your response to this time that you yeah. get? Yeah. It provoked me to think in a certain way too. And I'm going to throw this out there. I wasn't thinking about that. I was thinking about something else. Okay. And it goes to when I study scripture, we have the verses that are right in front of our face. Yeah. When we're reading right in front of our eyes. And I'm like, yeah. God, what does this mean? Because there's so much that's in there that unless God shows you and directs you as you're reading the scripture, that divine revelation, that, that rhema word, you're not going to, to fully understand what's yeah. going on. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it made me think that way. And the way that you do this is a lot like the way that Jesus made people think. He spoke in parables. Mm. Yep. A lot of times it wasn't just right out yep. there. Yeah. And he wor used words and phrases that made people think to, you know, engage the mind. And that's the wonderful thing because God created us with brains. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, there's scripture. And I, I, I feel bad because I'm not the best like at, at retaining where it came from. But uh -huh. the scripture says, come, let us reason together, right? Ah. About our faith, right? They're, yeah. they're not supposed to check out our mind and go, I'm just blindly, blind faith is not a thing in Christianity. It's not no. blind. It's based no. on evidence of a God who has proven himself yes. time and time and time and time again, right? And so to reason together is not something that's of like, oh, that's new Asia. Or that's like, that's of like, you know, of... uh I don't know, modern philosophies, but shouldn't be attached to Christianity. No, we're supposed to be able to reason out our faith. And therefore, to, to make us think is very important. Because, yeah. because in that, we're going to find the truth. Like, yeah. I fully believe that if, if any of us really want to know truth, truly want to know truth, it, it will lead us to the, the creator who made us. It just wow. will. 
This is this is so I, I love what I love what we're talking about. And I love that you bring that up about reasoning out your faith because sometimes that just doesn't involve thinking it through in your own mind and your conversation mm-hmm. with God. It involves discussing it with other people. Yeah, which is so important. Again, we're not meant to do this alone. It's yeah, me and people that want to hold me accountable. Like we're walking out this faith together. We're supposed to be able to ask those questions and discuss the hard things. And that's that's where we start to see God again. And those those light bulbs come on. You're like, oh, maybe that's what God's up to and what he meant. And yeah, and yeah. just all of it, that combined with scripture and talking to him and right, you put all that together and that's yeah. how you start to understand. You start to see. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And unfortunately today, a lot of us, we do not reason out our faith with each other. We beat each other over the head with our point of view. (laughs) And I, man, I just, that's what breaks my heart because I know that doesn't move anybody. It doesn't motivate anybody. It, if, if anything, it does the complete opposite. And I just, yeah, I don't want to be, I don't want to create those spaces. I don't want to be in those spaces adding to that. I would rather sit with someone as one-on-one as possible, right? Or in a small yeah. setting, just talk, um, yep. see the humanity in them and, and vice versa. And again, when you can truly reason out things, even if you don't agree, if you're willing to talk again, if you really want to know truth, you'll be led to it. I have n- yep. no doubt. I've never seen it different. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, let's get to some tunes, man. I want to dive into oh. the heliograph listening experience. Let's call it the experience. Oh, I evening. like that. Yes. <laughs> that, sound, that sounds so, yeah. That's just Make it sound fancy. We're going to be serving fancy, up yeah. a porter, porterhouse tune here. Uh, the Real Thing is the title of the track. Is this the one that you've released this week or are you releasing it tomorrow? Where are we right it's now on the time? It's next Friday. So this is, this is going to be the first public play of this song uh Ooh. right here literally yeah it doesn't come out till till march 8th okay okay yeah. this is this is really exciting that this is going to be the first play of this song and this is one that makes you think and for those that are watching and viewing right now or listening if you have the ability to weigh in when uh, after you listen to the song or while you're listening to the song like to hear your comments on this as well this is a very thought provoking song. And I'm sure that when you listen to it, some things are going to ring true to you uh, as well. This is the real thing by Heliograph due to be released next week. Some think he's hippie to be lightweight to the core. Real nice guy, London boy. 
into that for a moment i love a lot it there cool and Thanks, there is man. a lot there is a lot there we could spend <laughs> an entire night talking about that entire song and probably about ooh a month's worth of raven's heart editions <laughs> just, just, just to dive into that yeah of yeah. of what you've presented in that song i wrote something down though as i was listening to it because every time i listen to that there's something that comes to my mind that i'm sensing and really with this, the real thing, I love the sound and the genres that you chose for this because it takes me back to the 90s <laughs> yeah. when we were coming out of the 80s, which were very materialistic and very plastic. And most mm -hmm. of the music in the 90s was in rebellion against the music in the time of the 80s. Yep, we're tired this of the is, fake glam. Yeah. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And this is it's just real and it's raw is is what you what you've got here with this. What is the real thing, Jerry, that you're referring to here? It is Yahweh. It is God. Um in you know the the second verse talks about it's literally describing Jesus, um, what some people think it is, and you know it's it's this idea of, um, I mean, philosophers, religions, modern society, old like everyone has their opinions on Jesus, on God or not God, right? Whatever, like it literally goes back to what we were just talking about before we played the song. If you really want to know truth, you can find it, right? Mm -hmm. I don't want other people's opinions on the one who made me. And I, right. I, I just want to know him. I want the real thing. Like as, as no matter how uncomfortable that makes me, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like Jesus doesn't just work for me. Jesus challenges me. Jesus calls me out. Jesus, you know what I mean? Like he exposes yes. me. Yes. Um, I want that no matter what the cost, like no matter what it is, I just, I want the real thing. So that's, that's the premise of the song. Um, and so I do, I do have to give credit though. Um, you know, we're all inspired by something, right? Um, I've been on that train of thought for probably since I met you, probably since 2020. Again, wow. we, you were talking about, and I'm in agreement. If you listen to the first verse talking about, man, the last several years, man, it feels like, it feels like the notch on crazy just got cranked up, like broke 11 and yeah. just went off the rails. It just does. It feels like, like common sense, like, like being grounded in anything. It's just gone. Mm -hmm. Um, and just trying to make sense of how, how we deal with that. Right. And how, how do we live through that? And so I've been on that train of thought feeling like, yeah, it's, it feels like nothing we've seen before. Right. It feels yeah. Like 1984, the book is the reference, right? Just like mm -hmm. there's this crazy thing happening, man, where there's, you know, so anyways, um, I, 
to give credit, like I was saying, where credit's due is um, I had stumbled upon listening to the podcast of the front man of Skillet a couple of years ago. Oh, okay. John L. Cooper. So yep. he does a podcast called Cooper Stuff. And he happened to have been writing a book dealing with this subject matter. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, the way he was describing it, it's again, and that's what good artists do, right? He was giving me like, those are the words I was searching for. So that line in the chorus, wimpy, weak, and woke was, came right off of his lips. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I like, love it. he was my inspiration. Uh, maybe someday I can tell him, I don't know. doesn't probably matter, but it just, yeah, like I said, it helped me sum up this, like, there's so much chaos, so much craziness, so many opinions. The, the fact that we're living in the day and age where it's like, there is, we're in one hand we're told there's no truth the other mm -hmm. hand we're told well this is my truth and you better you better accept it and celebrate it like th those can't live in the same space so what are you talking about like yeah I, push all that stuff out of the way i just want the real thing i just want to know god i want to know the jesus he sent right and and just i just want to know that and yes. whatever that looks like and in that bridge right i answer that like the reason i want to know that is because i want to live while i'm alive yeah. I want to not just be existing. I want to really live. And he's the only way. And the only way to do that is to actually know him and what he wants for us and has for us. So yeah. that's yeah. all that in that song. Yeah. I'm just seeing the timeline for you supernaturally right now as you're talking about all of this, because earlier you were saying that um, it was in 2020 you know, when we met mm -hmm. In the cheeseburger I made you that got you on this path. It's, it's yes. got to be. That was a cheeseburger. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love cheeseburgers. That's a but, way to um, someone's heart right there, man. Exactly. Yeah. It was at this that's time nice. that the world starts going mad. And yeah. that's the only way to describe it. It's yeah. a mad world. Yeah. yeah. And God starts to work in you to focus where he wants you to be, to be yeah. a voice in this time. And you've obeyed it. And I really believe that everything up till now was was preparation. And as you continue to obey the Lord and just put things out there the way that they should, your voice, it's going to arise above the stuff that's not that's not real. And that's the beauty of the craziness that's going on. I lament what's going on. It drives me insane. I want to beat my head against the wall sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but when the crazy is crazy and it gets crazier, Mm -hmm. Those who are walking in wisdom and truth, radiating the light of the Lord, become so obvious. Yep. And they're like, yep. how did you do that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I didn't do that. The, the Lord did that. And we're, yeah. the, the, he draws them to him through us as, as the heliographs. You're in the perfect spot, brother. Yeah. I, yeah, I appreciate that. I think it means a lot, man. It's a great perspective of it like for even me to hear just because it is man i've been i mean you can tell i've been doing this a really really long time man um yeah. but it took all that time and preparation for god to get me where he wanted to use me for this time and season and whatever the time you know however long that is i don't like that's his call right yeah. and so um i'm i yeah i want to be faithful to what he's called me to do for the time he's called me to do it and That's not awesome. what I've did in the past where I knew I knew that I missed it. I didn't realize in the time, but with hindsight, I realized for a season I did miss it because I was yeah. pursuing something he didn't ask me to do, you know, and I don't mm -hmm. want to do that again. Yeah.
Yeah. And it's okay that you did. That's all that grace and mercy that follows. Yeah. You. And again, and yeah. And the, the way he redeems and restores now, I don't, oh. again, nothing's been missed. Nothing's been lost. Yeah. Um, he used, he used it all. You know, he threw all that stuff in and he's like, good. Yeah. This has prepared you. So you, you just use it all. And he's just, he's amazing that way. And again, that's what I, that's, that's what I've always wanted people to know. I will say this over and over and over is since I was young, I just remember sitting with friends who didn't know the Jesus I knew as a kid. And I just wanted them to know, like I said before, for them to at least consider if they, if they're willing to, that's all, it's all this comes down to. Yeah. 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 Yep. I, I want to share something with you, and I think this is going to encourage you as well as those that are watching, listening, and going to be watching and listening on the replay. Have you ever seen a video of how an advanced fighter plane flies? You see all, you see the main flaps on the plane, the big ones that are moving, but then you see all these little flaps on the wings yeah, that, are, yeah. that are moving as well. And a lot of people are like, oh, that's just the air moving that. No, 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 it's, it's not. Let me explain what's going on. And this is what's going on spiritually with God's goodness and his grace and his mercy when we're doing things. We're flying the plane. We're moving the big flaps. We're, we're doing the directions. But all of those little flaps on the plane, the pilot's not controlling those. That's the artificial intelligence inside of the plane that's correcting all of the pilot's errors. So on that wow. plane, oh, I definitely didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, on the plane, you've got some goodness and mercy. And that's the way God is with us when we start flying and doing things for Him. You know, yeah, he, he, he makes us feel like we're right there in the cockpit and we're flying that plane. <laughs> oh, yeah, I made, oh, dude, look at that 360 barrel roll I just did. Well, you <laughs> did that, but I was the one that corrected it. So yeah, that I kept you be... from messing it up. <laughs> exactly. That's really good. That's really good. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So in, in talking about that, this is one thing that I've learned is that when I've put my hands to do things that God has called me to do. He always reveals himself to me in a way that I've never experienced him before. It's a, mm -hmm. it's a fresh new perspective on, on who God is. Yeah. When you put your hands to putting this album together, what was the greatest thing that God showed you about himself that you've never seen before? Um, feeling, feeling emotional about it right now when you ask me that, man. Um, He's just faithful, man. He's consistent. And I'm not, I'm not, you know, um, sorry for like, hang on. I just uh, ripped my ears out. I got pretty emotional, man. Um, sorry about that. Um, That's okay. It's real. You know, I've, I've said this for the last, the last three years that I just, I just wish I was as faithful as God is. Cause I know the closer you get to him, the more you realize you're just not, you're not good. You're not faithful. You're not right. It's yeah. and and all of these things I spoke of my experience with him that that compile this song, the line between. It just it's me reminding myself of how amazingly good and faithful he is. Like looking back at my whole life, all the redemption, all the things that he is, he's given back that I let go of. He's given back that I fought him for or against. Um things I don't deserve, you know, just all this stuff where I'm like, again, it's like, I can't, how am I going to, he's healings, you know, mercy, just whatever, right. Mm -hmm. Is, um, how am I, how would I ever shut my mouth and not share that with somebody else? <laughs> you know, how dare I, you know? And so through this process, yeah, it's just, he keeps bringing me back to that of like a new level of, 
you experience my faithfulness and my goodness to this extent, you're going to go through even harder things, not because I don't love you or I forgot about you, but because you're going to experience an even bigger level of how good and faithful I am. But you're going to have to go through this trial and these difficult things to get there. So that that's what it's been for me, um, which makes me wonder what's ahead, <laughs> because <laughs> right, because a lot of I've realized that a lot of things he that I write uh, start speaking to my future as well. It's very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks that, for that question, man. I didn't expect it to hit me that way. So wow. No, that's uh, and and I appreciate you keeping it keeping it real on that. And we're going to talk about that. Let's let's hold that thought yeah. for a moment. Got to pull up. I've got multiple notebooks and screens over here with with various things written written on them. I want to hold that thought on wondering what is it that's ahead. And I want yeah. to I want to stay on that for a minute, and we'll get back to that in in just a second. But and actually, let's let's tie it into to what I really want to ask first is. You've got this gifting that is mind blowing, and that's the ability to take a whole bunch of different genres and styles and weave it all into a, not just one album. It's it's one thing to put out an album with different songs that have different styles, yeah. sounds, and genres. Yeah. But you can pack it all into one three to five minute song. First of all, <laughs> how in the world do you do that? And number two, how does flowing in and out of those different genres and styles help communicate the message of your music? Yeah, man, it's a good question. Again, thank you. Um, I listen to a lot of music and is always listening to a lot of music. So even from again, when I was a kid and I love I've always loved music. So I grew up in the church. Uh, you know, I love to worship through music, even at a young age. Um, I listen to all different kinds, all different styles. Um, and it's so funny because as an early songwriter, it felt very disjointed. You know, I mean, it's like when you do anything new, right? You're learning a skill and you're like, I was like, I don't feel like I can just write one style. I don't think I can, you know? <laughs> and I just like, it was hard for, I couldn't just go, okay, I'm going to be a hard rock artist. Okay. I'm going to do all that and just do that. Or I'm going to be a singer songwriter and just write that. Like it just kept coming out of me to go, this influence is coming out in that song. That one's coming out in that song. And early on, I, I guarantee if you would have heard it, you would have heard like, okay, I can hear this influence on that one song, this influence on that song. Uh, so just like any discipline or skill, it took years and years and years and years. And me just being comfortable, instead of seeing that as like a weakness, right? Which mm -hmm. I initially did. I was frustrated at oh, myself, okay. right? And, um, and I would have some producers, you know, be like, you need to like pick pick man like you're too all over the place pick what do you want to be you know and i'm like i just I, that, that's who i am like that's that's me i love hip hop i love pop music i love hard rock uh into some some variations of metal uh i love worship music i love r&b you know what i mean like i love so much yeah. and so i guess over the last it's here's the beauty of it man when I started doing this thing as heliograph, I am so over the age limit of being able to be signed to a record contract of being care, care about like what the industry thinks or even what some people think. And there was this really beautiful freedom that came with just going, I'm just going to write 
and not worry about what it is. I'm just going to worry about, do I love it? And do I feel like it's honest? Yeah. Like, can I stand by this? And, and when I like put the shackles off of all the other, like I have to write for radio or I have to write for this audience, or I have to do this. Um, that's what started coming out. So I don't, I didn't, I didn't necessarily intentionally like make it happen. I just told myself, I'm not going to limit myself. I'm just going to let it be what it's going to be. And, you know, out of that, as you notice, you'll hear, you know, reggae stuff mixed with hip hop, mixed with metal, mixed with pop. Yeah. And, you know, a, a baseline that's very much R&B dance influenced, you know, just mm -hmm. like it's, it is, it's all of that. Yeah. And um, I think, you know, I think with time, so I've been producing my own stuff for years. Um, I think with time, you know, it just comes with one God put me in the, in the seat uh, when I first moved to Nashville where I was serving other really, really good producers and just helping them and mm -hmm. just getting to be in the room and, and getting some thoughts and opinions and seeing what they did and having feedback from them on my songs. And, you know, just again, right. It's all that, it, like, like we've said before, it just took all of those different relationships and seasons to get to this point of where now I feel like I understand how to put all that together. Um, and I still try stuff and, you know, and that's the thing with all art, right? Like, I'm not afraid to try stuff now and just go, I'm going to see. And if it's terrible, it's terrible, you know, and, but, but in the end, I want it to be where like, no, it, uh, I put away the things I don't like that I can't stand with, but you know, the end product, even if someone else doesn't love it, I love that. I really enjoy this. That's what I want to get to. Like, I just enjoy this, you know? So that's kind of, that's kind of where it got, how it got to where it is, I guess. Yeah. That's awesome. Cause when I was working in, on developing that question before we, uh, did this interview god kind of stopped me in my tracks and i i went down a rabbit hole and i want to tie this into what you were just saying a few minutes ago about where is this going to take me and it ties into with your ability just to flow in and out of different styles and different genres something hit me and you hit all these points god took me to first corinthians 2 9 where where it's written but as it is written i hath not seen nor ear heard neither have entered into the heart of man the things which god hath prepared for them that love him so what lies ahead you haven't even thought about it you haven't even heard it you you haven't even yeah. seen it yet yeah. it's it's out there yeah. and it's going to blow your mind but as that pertains to the music we on earth in this limited capacity and this limited thing called time, which is basically a human construct anyway, we put music into this box of, okay, it's got to be three to five minutes long. It has to be this certain way and it has to be radio ready. That's what we consider music. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When we enter into the kingdom of heaven. I believe that this applies as well. And I think you're demonstrating this, Jerry, through what how God's using you. When we get to heaven, the music up there or there is not going to be radio ready, three to five minutes long, <laughs> one yeah. specific genre all the way through. Yeah. I really believe that it's going to flow from one genre to another, and there's going to be notes and sounds and styles that we've never heard before. Yeah. Yeah. And I think what's happening with what you're doing, because of that freedom, you're not limiting the spirit working through you. You're letting the spirit work through you 
to demonstrate. Give us, you're giving us a preview, Jerry, of what it's going to be like when we hear music in heaven. Wow. Thank you, man. That's, that's a, that's, that's a big compliment. <laughs> and I just, yeah, I just, I hope that that's, I hope that that's me being used by the one who gave me the gift, you know, honestly, like I, you know, I, everything's from him anyways. And I just, I'm hoping that I tap into what he, what he wants, you know, what he has for me and therefore yep. others. Yeah. Exactly. Appreciate exactly. That. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's just <laughs> that, cause there have been times where I have heard music that's not been played. It's not on, it's not coming from the radio. It's not a vibration from something else. It is something I have never heard before. Mm -hmm. It's a melody and it's on an instrument that I, I can say it's like a violin that I've heard it on, but it, it certainly wasn't a violin. And I've actually experienced that. And when I heard your music, it kind of took me back to that a little bit. I was like, oh, okay, wow. there's That's something, awesome. there's something really going on here. So, awesome, man. you know, so, you know, and, and it's funny because sometimes preachers will talk about the outback of heaven for the less faithful. Well, the music over there is going to be flowing from Cotton Eye Joe into Don't Worry, Be Happy to, <laughs> to the baby elephant yes. walk. Just, yeah. <laughs> just joking people just having a little bit of, a little bit of fun some of them are like no that's hell why would <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it'll be the amazing versions of all that yeah yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> uh, one of the things that makes you very unique is you studied journalism in college yeah, yeah. yep i would have never guessed that i looked that up uh, yeah, that oh. took, I know. I was, that took some digging for you to find that out because that's. Oh, yeah. I did. I was like research. <laughs> I had my glasses on, cups of coffee, paper flying all over the place. I mean, it was research, <laughs> research central over here. What are the similarities for you between journalism and being a musician? Yeah, it's. I feel like we keep talking about it, which is funny. It's so you know. It's, I, I think God's doing something. I like the truth, mm -hmm. um, which is funny. That's why I quit working in journalism. <laughs> dead serious because i realized very quickly that most producers were not after the truth no this was a long time ago this wasn't like just the last few years i'm talking 20 years ago man most producers i worked with were not interested in the truth they wanted the story they wanted that had the narrative they wanted and that bothered me to my core i oh my word i was miserable so I loved it in college because I thought, cool, I get to pursue the truth and I get to share the truth with people. Like, what a great gift, man. And, it, you know, there's there's some creativity to it. It's not the same as like making films or commercial or music. Right. But there was some creativity to it that I enjoyed. But it, it was really that. And so that's what led me to it. That's why I liked the idea of it. And it broke my heart. And I was miserable when I graduated college and started working for a news station because I realized so quickly, like, this isn't about the truth at all. They're totally trying to push a story and I can't sleep at night. I was, yeah. I just, I couldn't do it. I would get, I would get, I would get called into the producer's office because I wasn't willing to get the video they wanted because it wasn't the story. And I wow. would get chewed out on a regular basis. <laughs> so I got wow. to the point where I'm like, you know what? It's not going to change. I need to just step out. And yeah. I mean, that was, that was a tough realization, but I was like, look, I'm, I, I don't care if this is what my degree's in. And I just spent four years getting this. Like if this is the industry, I, I guess I better see what else God might have for me. So I think that's what I've been about again. Like this, this is a narrative I've seen God weaving into my life. Right. I just, I just want to know the truth and I want to share it with other people. 
and that's and that's what you're doing with your music is you are sharing yeah. the truth yeah and I, don't, I guess i don't have a producer being like nope you can't say that that doesn't fit this story it <laughs> doesn't fit the narrative yeah <laughs> yeah so thankful yeah i can relate to you i spent five months as a videographer in a newsroom okay so yeah we, 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 and i know exactly what you're saying yeah the we'll days the there story. was nothing going on it's like go out and find something go go yeah. make it happen yeah 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 just i i, I it it was hard for me to even swallow that other people really enjoyed that. And I'm like, I just, it's cool for you. I guess, I guess I just, I can't, can't do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something too, you, you're not just producing albums and writing music. You're very actively involved in outreach ministry, mm -hmm. especially through the extreme tour, which yeah. is how I met you when you came yeah. in through Charleston. And I was yeah. such a blessing for me to be able to help with that and bringing that to Charleston during such a time that we that we needed that for our audience that's not familiar with the extreme tour can you share a little bit about what the extreme tour is yeah i would love to so that's i mean honestly that's that's the reason i get to write the songs that i write um meaning that i i i've been shown the audience that we get to go to over and over and over and over which is why i think god was preparing me to remind me of why he had me start to begin with right so the extreme tour is something that started over 30 years ago by this awesome dude named ted bruin um he's still the director in charge of it all um it started out of a heart to reach youth who would never come in the doors of a church so the long story short is he had to go find them he had to go find them in a tiny little town in idaho and go see where they hung out where they were and then when he found them he started realizing you know certain things he was used to wouldn't connect with them right just you know because he grew up in the church he grew up yeah. listening to christian music uh he and i have a lot of similar overlaps actually it's pretty wild and so it started out of going him going well okay lord music always worked to connect to me and to really like save me when i felt like a nobody and uh so he started you know calling up touring bands and saying would you guys come through this town and come do this event for these kids uh and they would end up like renting out uh vacant storefront spaces in town or go to a park and that would lead to like the bands as they tour uh talk to each other and they would go to the next city and say hey we just got done doing this really wild event you know with this guy out in idaho and you know that would lead those people to call him and be like hey could you bring this over here to portland and he's like, well, I don't, I don't have a way to do it. Um, like I'm, I'm not a musician myself. I just did this to try and reach these kids. And so, but it, it compelled him enough to be like, well, let me call the artists and see which artists could help. And so mm -hmm. it literally started out of a heart to go, okay, which of you artists, do any of you have sound gear? Do any of you have a vehicle? Can we all basically caravan together and go over to Portland and go do this? And That's then that awesome. led to calls to go, could you come to California? uh sure we're gonna have to do it the same way right and so over it was never it was never his plan he never had a dream to start a tour ever um so over 30 plus years it's something that he and now all of us as staff have come to realize this is a journey god just led and plowed ahead to show that something he's been doing is seeking and saving the lost right and using yeah. music to do it and the beautiful part is it, it's kind of a multi, kind of like the music. It's kind of a multi-layered ministry that we get to be a part of. So we, 
go to communities and try to find people in places that feel overlooked, unseen, they're struggling, uh, and just spend time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so some might call it like as an easy term, like friendship evangelism, right? We're just trying to show people, first of all, that they are, they are seen and they matter, right? By us, especially by the Most High who made them, right? Um, and, and people aren't dumb. You can't fake caring about people. So you really have to care about people. You really have to have his heart for people and, and go spend time with them. And when, when, so when we get to do this, we go to communities all over the United States, all over the world into several countries, and we invite artists to come out and all of us are getting of our time. None of us are making money from this at all. And us as staff, we're going out for months at a time, like, like three to five months at a time. Um, and we invite other artists to come along in this journey with us. So as we go out to a community, what it would look like is we come into Charleston. Um, the night that we show up, we're going to go out and ask you and the people that live there, where do kind of the disenfranchised hang out in your community? The ones that don't feel welcome. They've been told they're not welcome. They've been told they don't, they're not good enough. They don't, whatever, right? By maybe it's mm-hmm. in their own head or someone's told them that. And we just go spend time with them. It might be at a skate park. It might be in a community park. It might be on a street corner. It might be in, um, say, like a, a ministry that ministers to people coming out of prison. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? We just go try to find where are those types of people. And without an agenda, we're not trying to make something happen. We just ask, Lord, you're you're in me. I carry you in me. Thanks to this amazing gift you've given us. So if I make myself available and ask you to use me in this community, how do you want to do that? And by just spending time with people, asking them about themselves, maybe, maybe sometimes we'll take out like an acoustic guitar or if we've got a hip hop artist, we'll do like acoustic hip hop with people. Um, but the idea is just to spend time with people and let the Holy Spirit decide what's going to happen. And what's so cool about that is that it's never scripted. It's never the same thing twice. But every time we do that, you get to see the Lord work and move in ways that I could never write stories as beautiful as. And then the next day, we will throw them a free party in their community. So it sort of looks like a large, obviously, the, the time that we met because it was pouring down rain. And yes. <laughs> during, during all the lockdown stuff, we were very limited on what we could do. But what it normally looks like is sort of like a large block party where there's a, a good sized stage, uh, lights and nice sound and, uh, you know, artists of every genre you can imagine. We have like hip hop and, you know, singer songwriter and metal and punk and pop and whatever. Right. And, and we're throwing people this free party to say, you know, this is going to be in, in a space that you're comfortable with. Um, we try to not put it like on a church doorstep um, because the people we're trying to go to typically won't go there for lots of reasons. Right. Um, And so we're going to, we're going to come to you just like this started out 30 plus years ago. We're going to come to you with this party and realizing it's for you. It's not for the church for um, entertainment for the church or even, or even like, you know, worship for the church is building us, right? This is for your community. And so, that the structure of it might look a little different to some people where we have to start out by finding common ground with a community. So mm-hmm. a lot of the music early on in the day is going to just be really good, great music. That's fun and engaging, but it may not have a deep message yet. Right. Um, right. And then it goes along on a path where we are very intentional. We go down this path of relating to people on a human level through like, Hey, I have difficult times. I have hard things that I'm working through. 
Um, you know what I found though, is through that, I found that there's hope. And then we get to share who the hope is in the hope. Hope is not just an idea, some ethereal thing out there that like hope, what is that? Yeah. Right. Hope's a person. His name is Jesus. Yes. And then yes. through the day of the event, just in a very simple way, we don't have a pastor come up and do it. We don't have a traveling preacher with us. Just the artist on stage will get up and where it's natural in the flow of their songs, right? Just say, man, here's the deal. This Jesus that I know that I, like I've said, this is so cool that I get to be a part of this because this goes back to like my origin story, right? The Jesus that I've known and walked with, I just want you to know and consider if you want to. Here's the mm -hmm. beautiful thing. You don't have to trust me. In fact, I don't want you to trust me just because I'm some dude up on a stage. What I want you to do, if you want to know if he's real or not, if he's what I found him to be or not, you can ask him yourself. So why not? Why not? I mean, what do you got to lose? Either, either I'm full of it and it's a lie. Like that's an easy out for you or it's real. Like there's yeah. no in between. It's either it's he's either he's either the way to the father or he's not. You know what I mean? And you can find yeah. out if you want yeah. to. And, and then through that, the beauty of these events is all of us artists that come out, there's no green room, there's no bus to hang on on. We're there spending time with each other and the community, just building community and pointing people. And so with that, I know I'm given a lot of story on this, but I feel like it needs it, you know? Yeah, um, absolutely. Okay. But we want the church to be a part because one, it's their community. We're, we're, we're itinerant, we're traveling through, right? For us to spark and to stir something up in someone and say, well, good luck with that. Hope that goes well, is not beginning discipleship, right? Mm -hmm. If we're called to make disciples, we've got to connect ourselves with those who can make disciples. So we want the church of that community to come out and be present and to meet those people so that if they're stirred up and say, say they grew up in church and left because of hurt, or they've literally never really thought of God in this way, right? Maybe it's a foreign concept to them, which yes, in mm -hmm. America, that happens in every city we've ever gone to. Wow. Um, so whatever you think that everyone would know, that's not true. Um, that if people go, you know what? I'm either considering this for the first time and I, what do I do now? Or, you know, years and years ago, I, I wanted to trust in this God and I just couldn't for whatever reason. But you've made me rethink this. What do I do now? So with all those types of people, we want to go church body, community. You guys should meet right here from this experience that we set up. And if you want to know what to do next, they're willing to meet with you and walk on that journey with you. So that's the whole point of this whole thing. And so I love getting to be a part of this because it's literally like it's what God has shaped me for using all the experiences in my whole life. It's literally like everything he's made me to do is is really to fit in this thing and so again that addresses the songs i'm going to write because mm -hmm. i know the people we're going to go to and i know the language i can get away with using and not using mm -hmm. right to where i'm like i'm thankful for that because <laughs> he's fine-tuning that right and, and always mm -hmm. going cool adjust this okay you could say that to these people over here you cannot get away with saying that to them because they won't hear it right and so right. um it's been really beautiful and just amazing of god to allow me to be a part of it this way so yeah it's, it's incredible and you participate, you're on staff on it, not just here in the United yeah. States, but overseas as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I, so in 2020, uh, and man, if I do, we need another time where I tell you how that all happened because it is so ridiculously miraculous of God. It, it's mind blowing. Um, but that's a whole nother, that seriously would take a whole nother talk. But <laughs> I, I, I joined staff with the extreme tour in 2020 full time. 
Um, and so I get to help, uh, since 2021, I've helped lead, we have, uh, you know, cover the entire United States. So I get to help lead a team for the whole, like Midwest, all the way to the East coast of the United States. Um, on average, you know, that's like that alone is usually 30 to 40 cities a summer. Um, and then the last two years in a row, and this will be year number three, based on what I, I believe God's doing. Um, I've gotten to go over to the UK, Northern Ireland, Ireland, and now starting to branch into mainland Europe um, mm. and help lead teams. And again, I mean, you got, I and mean, you know this, man, leading doesn't mean you're sitting up in some like high rise office chair. It means you're doing even more of the difficult work. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. Because in this too, that's one of the things I want to make sure, you know, people that if you guys are, you know, if this is like resonating with you and you might wonder about it, like all of us, the staff and all the artists, we do all of the work. Um, we set up and tear down everything ourselves. Yes. Um, I help again, do all of the booking for every single place, you know what I mean? All, all of that. So, and help make sure the team is taken care of in all the cities we go to just all of that. So that plus then for the little blip that I get to get up on stage and perform music still, um, you would think it would just drain everything out of you. And this is what's so cool. And this is one of many, if I gave a list of 20 reasons, I know God's doing this thing and it's his idea is we're going hard for four to five months straight. But it is the most rewarding and non-taxing thing I've ever done. And I don't know how else to describe that other than the fact that he gives us the grace to do it. I don't know. And it's amazing. So, um, yeah, I could, man, I could I could go on for so long talking about this because I, I love getting to be a part of this. So this, yeah. this is what I'd like to do is because you're getting ready to embark on another extreme tour for 2024. Yeah. Coming up, coming up this year. Yeah. Once you get back, let's circle back and talk about the experiences and the testimonies. And oh, I would love that. I would love just, that. Just the miracles that you saw God do. Yeah. Because with the experience that I've had with it, when it's come to Charleston and the year that I actually got to help with it, um, with, with making it happen, which it was just miraculous that we were able to do that. Yeah, yeah. Just seeing God move and the stories that you guys came in with, you know, after being on the streets, it was just absolutely mind blowing yeah. to hear how God truly is working today in setting people free and bringing about salvation in people's lives. It's, it's just amazing. And yeah. Jerry's absolutely correct that they do all of the work when they come into town and it's hard work that they do because I remember just after you ate that delicious cheeseburger I made, you 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 were doing all you could to stay, stay awake that yeah, night. Yeah, yeah, and it was probably late that night too. It wasn't like it was seven or eight p.m. It, it oh no, it was it was really late. Yeah, it was late. Jerry, we are we are out of time, and we will definitely have to have you come back. I would love that. Yeah, thank you. Once you get off uh, the extreme tour, both here in the United States and and the UK, so that would be great, man. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Do do I have any a second for any last thing or we absolutely yes. Cool, man. yes. I, I would just love to encourage you. Like, I feel like the whole reason I get to do what I'm doing right now is because God put me in this thing, the extreme tour and staff, right? And so, man, if any anybody's of any type of an artist, it doesn't matter what type of thing you create, or you're just in the church body and you're like, how do I go? What do I do? We have this thing called the objective. 
that we make free. This is not a pitch because we're going to make any money off it. We actually pay a lot of money, raise a lot of money to make it free for people. But if you're able to get here to Nashville, it's uh, May 16th through the 19th. It's called The Objective. You can reach out to me um, at uh, xtjerry.f at gmail.com if you want to, to get more information for it. Literally completely free. There's nothing in it for me other than it's meant to awaken us to the calling we have and what do we go do about it. And it's amazing. I would just put it that way. So I would just encourage anybody that like, if you're kind of wondering what, what, okay, how do I do this? You know, this has stirred me up. What do I do? Um, I'd love to invite you to come because I think it's something that God has done. That's even yeah, more, more incredible than I can describe in a couple of seconds, but. Thank you for yeah. making that opportunity to va- yeah, available absolutely. for those that are in our audience. We have a lot of artists that are in our audience and a lot of artists that are desiring to go out and to connect with people that are hurting through yeah. music. And if you didn't catch Jerry's email there, you can, my email is down at the left-hand side of the screen or actually, yeah, it's the left-hand side of the screen that you're looking at. It's lithoscry, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y at gmail.com. If you want to email me, I will get you in touch with Jerry so that you can awesome. uh, find out more about the objective and find out more about the extreme tour. And if you'd like the extreme tour to come through your town and bring not just good music and, and, and outreach, but bring the gospel and just sharing Jesus, the love of Christ with everybody that is there, uh, reach out to me and I will help make that happen. Jerry, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Yeah, thank you, Glenn. It's been an honor, man. It's, it's good to see you again. <laughs> I know. I know. Yeah. It's been four years. <laughs> four, four years. <laughs> uh, let's, yeah, let's, a few let's more. Not- yeah, I'm glad more, we're not going to wait that long next time. No, we're not. I got a few more gray hairs since that time. So Same if you here. just hold on the line, before <laughs> I'm just going to close out here real quick. Cool. We will be back next week, everybody, with a, another new exciting edition. Uh, it's going to be a little bit different next week. We're going to be taking a look at the life of St. Patrick because St. Patrick's Day is coming up soon. And here's the question. What's it all about? Well, we're going to find out about that from our good friend Jennifer Goins. She's going to school us on really who St. Patrick was. Until next week, everybody, peace out and rock on. Lithoscry.com.